0: Thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show today. It's wonderful to meet both of you and have you on as guests.
1: Absolutely. This is very exciting for us. This is our <laughs> first in- invitation for this, so we've we feel like we've reached a new celebrity status.
0: Yay, fellow podcasters. Oh, that's so sweet. But it's exciting for me too. It's so cool when I find other people that are interested in the same stuff I do. So it's it's definitely a treat. Absolutely. So what inspired you to, to create your podcast?
1: Well, um, I mean, right away when we first got together, one of the, obviously one of the first topics of conversation that we had was, all right, wait a minute. Is this going to work? Because uh,
2: no, it was more like Evan's like, you know, I'm Buddhist, right? I'm like, (laughs) yes, I'm aware.
1: (laughs) Is that going to be okay? Um, and so, you know, everything worked so well, despite that difference um right away from the beginning and so it obviously was something that we talked about quite a bit as far as um what are the differences between us where are the similarities and um what made it work and what parts of that are strength and all that and so and and just the like the mystery of how does it work and we just kind of figured out that eventually it comes down to just don't be a jerk And judge other people (laughs) and ask them to change who they are. Just love and accept them and celebrate them for who they are.
2: Well, and respecting one another's beliefs more than just um, like letting people be who they are. Just like, all right, whatever. You can think what you think. But actually respecting like, wow, I've never thought about it that way. I really respect your view on that. So that's got a lot to do with it.
1: We we have uh, one of our episodes is uh, called A Buddhist and A Christian Are Uniquely Yoked and that term came about because um uh, it was brought up to us the fact that we are unequally yoked um and
2: disagreed (laughs) and
1: the i agree with the concept of the unequally yoked concept but the basic nature of that is that you want something from your partner that they don't currently show but that they don't currently believe in or Whatever you're expecting, or you're on
0: different pages, you're
1: expecting a change long term. So, if you're a religious person, you're dating a non religious person or marrying a non religious person, and you expect that to change, maybe if it's even if it's on their deathbed, whatever it is, you want it to change. And that's where the yoking can be a problem. <laughs> um, but I, I absolutely love Jordan's faith, I think it's beautiful. Um, there are a lot of, um, examples of Christians throughout the world and history that um, have taken Christianity in the wrong direction and abused it. And I think that Jordan represents everything that I loved about being raised as a Christian. And I think she represents all the most beautiful aspects of Christianity. So I don't just accept or tolerate that she's a Christian. I celebrate it. I think it's wonderful.
0: That was a very long answer to that question. (laughs) No, it's so sweet. That's such a sweet story. So uh, I saw recently that you two got engaged and I just wanted to take this time to congratulate you both. Thank That's you. wonderful news Thank you. and all of my blessings to you. But how was it that you two met each other and then connected with each other?
1: Is that a you question? Or is that a me question? What do you think?
0: I um, I think it's both <laughs> of us probably. Um, uh,
2: the
1: the the short background is that um, my aunt is Jordan's sort of mentor, one mm-hmm. of her best friends, yeah, and kind of sort of, sort of kind of a mentor slash mother figure yes. for her. I've
2: been for years,
1: and I didn't know Jordan uh, um, all that time, but they were getting to know each other very well. And so, therefore, uh, Jordan was also close friends with my cousin, who I was close with, but still had never crossed paths with Jordan until um, New Year's Eve uh, 2021. I was invited to my cousin's New Year's Eve party, and I walked in the door, and standing there in the kitchen was a girl um, in a kangaroo onesie wearing rollerblades indoors. And there was no way I could look any other direction. (laughs) (laughs) And we just got to chatting all night long and got to know each other well. And I gave her a kiss around 3 a.m., 4 a.m. I don't know. It was late. (laughs)
2: Later than midnight. (laughs) And the rest is history,
0: right? As they say. That's so cute! Oh my gosh, it's just like a rom com. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we're submitting scripts out to the studios now. We'll see if, if it gets picked up. I'm sure it will. Okay. Coming in the uh, fall on NBC, a Buddhist and a Christian walk into a bar.
2: Listen, We have so much content; it's, not, it's
0: really just not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> not to work off of. So another part of your show is that both of you react to various uh movies and TV series like Star Wars or The Chosen. So how do you interpret media like this through the the lens of your faith?
1: Yeah, well The Chosen actually is maybe even a um a more specific answer to your to your first question, which is why did we start the podcast? Yeah. And it was actually because of The Chosen. Right. Um, because we had sat down she, jordan had already seen a lot of it um sure. already and that and there's a disclaimer on that because jordan falls asleep to everything she watches <laughs> so if we if i say to you jordan had already seen the entire first season of the chosen there's a big asterisk on that where it's like yeah she really saw maybe 20% at best <laughs> um but we watched episode season 1 episode 1 of the chosen and as soon as it was done i jumped up and i said okay let's talk i was so excited to like have a a talk about um, this, that, and the other, because there was a few really fascinating things in that episode, like that episode dealt with possession, Mm -hmm. which um, that, you know, the show is so, um, it does such a good job appealing to all audiences. And Mm -hmm. I feel like as a non-religious person, it's very easy to enjoy that show. Yeah. and that particular part of it was a was not that way. It was very um, you have to un- believe and accept this as a as a thing in order to really appreciate. And so it stood out from the show. So I was I was ready and rearing to have a talk. And we talked for like an hour.
2: Yeah, I was like, all right, we're doing our podcast. So well, this now. is it. Yeah,
1: that's what we got to do. So
2: because we had talked about it previously, but then that was like, all right, here's our here's our starting from content
1: that's right we had jokingly said yeah if we ever had a podcast a we'd call a it Christian a Christian walk to a bar <laughs> um so but so the chosen has so far been kind of like our backbone yeah for the podcast as far as um content and what keeps us going as far as um interesting things that we want to discuss and then other life things just kind of pop up along the way every once in a while i ask her to marry me and stuff like that um
2: <laughs> no big deal <laughs> uh
1: and then um star wars star wars was a was a fun one because that was on may the 4th uh-huh. so we had to do a star wars special for may the 4th of course
0: um, which do.
1: <laughs> and, yeah. and and i think we barely tapped into it but there is a there is an interesting connection between star wars and buddhism mm-hmm. um yeah so i just wanted to make sure that got discussed
2: well and we um, been watching Lord of the Rings recently, or I've been watching. Oh my t- god, yes. Yeah, in between falling asleep. <laughs> <In> between. <laughs> but do
1: you, do you realize how long it takes to watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy when the person you're watching it with sleeps every twenty minutes?
2: <laughs> I'm narcoleptic. It's I'm like sorry. it's like a
1: it's like a three month long trilogy at that rate.
2: I'm part sloth. It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> But I really, um, as far as like, you know, looking at at things from the lens of like my faith or whatever, Lord of the Rings is a good one for that because I feel like there's just so much, um, the whole like light versus dark and good versus evil. Like there's so many different, um, and uh, I guess just like metaphors and things like that in there that are just really beautiful and touching and compelling and, and really like for me, make my faith like almost like come to life in a new way. And I think honestly, like, most of the way that we view the world is is through a lens of of our belief system and how things are coming together and why things are working the way that they are. And so it's just nice when you can visualize it like through, you know, someone else's translation through a movie or whatever. Well now I'm feeling like
1: we need a Lord of the Rings episode because obviously. But the Bible has no shortage of the little people fighting against
2: Right. Uh, Fighting the giants. The the evil forces. (laughs) So
1: quite literally the little people on this case. Yes. The Shire folk.
2: (laughs) The Trixie
0: hobbitses. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you know, Buddhism and Christianity may initially seem like polar opposites when it comes to their beliefs and some of their traditions. But what are some similarities between the faiths that you two noticed that particularly stuck out to you or left a mark on you?
1: Well, it's it's interesting that you, that you say it that way, because, again, yeah, very much depending on your perspective, that couldn't be further from the truth. So where is it true? It's true in that in many versions of, of Buddhism, you, there are multiple gods. That you believe in and certainly a very important part of christianity is that there is one true god right um and there's a few things like that they have different concepts of hell and reincarnation and heaven and all that um but i i am a non-religious person entirely and so i don't believe in in buddhist gods i i believe in um a version Mm -hmm. of buddhism that simply practices um a lifestyle um, a way of looking at your own life and treating other humans on this planet and other living creatures, and the world, and seeing the world around you. So, from that perspective, it is a very, very, very short distance to go from what the Buddha taught to what Jesus taught. Yeah, um, to very, very similar teachers, to very, very similar ways of looking at the world and treating those around you.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and that's I think a big um, reason why Evan and I connect as well as we do, and have navigated you know the waters that we have so well is because. At the end of the day, what's most important to each of us is the way we interact with the world, both, you know, I think as individuals and as a couple. And, and, and that's aligned because it's like, you know, the the goal is always to, you know, promote peace and kindness and love. And so in that sense, it's like it's, you know, we're not unequally yoked in that we're trying to, you know, do two, two very different things or have very different goals or we're, we're very much aligned in, in that, you know, our foundations i think are very similar and and i think how we go about that is similar as far as just like the way we resolve conflict and all that kind of stuff it's always through you know again pursuing peace and handled in a respectful way and in a passive way and not in an aggressive way and
1: um all very much philosophies that jesus believed in and mm -hmm. philosophies that buddha believed in Mm -hmm.
2: so um yeah, we believe that there is a strong connection there.
0: Yes. So how do the both of you use prayer when it comes to your faiths?
2: So um for me as a Jesus follower, um, obviously prayer is extremely important and I pray with my kids every day. Um, and even just like throughout the day, you know, like whatever is going on, whether I'm happy, excited, frustrated you know, sad, scared, whatever, I'm just kind of like having a conversation with God about pretty much everything that's going on. So, um, it kind of almost like defines my faith in some ways, as far as just like, to me, it's a, it's a relationship and a, you know, open communication of, you know, here's what's going on with me and, you know, looking for wisdom and also, um, I guess, um, taking in the signs around me and and looking for ways to be uh, a blessing to others and touch others and kind of asking for that. Um, and so it it's a, this simple answer for me is that it kind of uh, is all throughout, you know, my faith is is prayer, of course. Evan's response a little bit.
1: Well, my, my yeah, my less relationship
2: more complicated or less
0: involved,
1: <laughs> or maybe it's more simple. I don't know. Yeah. Um, my relationship with prayer is obviously very different. I don't um, personally believe in the in the power of prayer as, as far as who we are communicating with when a prayer is being said. I suppose, um, but I appreciate prayer time, and I actually always insist on. I don't insist. I like to be present um, when well, e- every night when Jordan is praying with her kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to be there for that time, and um, I think it's quality uh, family time, and it's a very peaceful moment, and I appreciate it for what it is.
2: One maybe you know meditation for you would be more of
1: well, that's and that's less thing. So as far as personally, what is what the closest thing that I engage in, I suppose, to prayer would be my meditation practices, um, which is very inward. Uh, Meditation is very much just about almost kind of soul searching um and looking within oneself to um better yourself to better your view on the world and to try to um make tomorrow a better day and all of that so it's similar to prayer but also um, very different and honestly i'm a very um i'm a very logical person um and i'm a very um strategic person i suppose and um Meditation to me is kind of fascinating from that perspective, as far as it's a very logical way to um, look at self improvement
0: and um, finding inner peace. That's beautiful. Do either of you have any prayers you would like to share while you're on the show today?
2: Um, not specifically. Um, just in general, we um i mean we have 3 kids between the two of us and they just started school back and our biggest thing is that we want our kids to i mean similar to our life philosophy we want our kids to not be jerks <laughs> so um but yeah so we just want you know want our kids to be more than anything else just be kind and be little beacons of light and hope and love and um you know looking for the kids who who maybe are, you know, on the outskirts or not as involved or whatever, and kind of pulling them in and, and, um, being mindful of that. And so obviously always the kids. And then just in general, we have, uh, we have things in our world, um, that kind of bring us down sometimes. (laughs) Um, so we're always trying to pull for the positives and we're always trying to recenter ourselves and sometimes it gets a bit much um because the world in general i think is heavy right now and so when other things contribute to that um it can get a little disheartening sometimes so i think um just for just peace and and love in general for us all to um i guess be be kind you know (laughs)
1: loving kindness
2: yes exactly so for all. <laughs> World peace. <laughs> Is there
0: anything else you'd like to talk about while you're in the show
2: today? Uh, not really that we can think of. I think that pretty much covered it. We are um, very grateful to have yeah. been on the show. It was a pleasure. and
1: It's an exciting thing for us, an exciting, de- exciting um, idea to be uh, reaching a different audience than the, um, seven or eight people that listen to
2: ours. So (laughs) (laughs) our moms. (laughs) Well,
0: thank you so much. It was wonderful to meet you too and have you on the
2: show. Yeah, you too. too.
1: Thank you so much.